Hey everybody, this is Only Dad's Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We're recording this episode on a Sunday, November 19th. We're going to be going over the, the sudden departure of the head coach at AM. We're also going to be touching on the war in Israel. Maybe not so much. Actually, we went, we're not going to go over that one. Uh, we've been over that one, but we're going to go over the holidays. Uh, it being Turkey Week, Thanksgiving coming up. And uh, we'll, of course, end with Sunday Funday. It's NFL. We always do that. Uh, but so, like we said, the sudden departure. Ricky, we covered it in our last podcast. We talked about the potential firing of Jimbo Fisher. We didn't think anything was imminent. We thought, if anything, it would happen at the end of the season, much like Sumlin when they said, hey, win, lose, or draw, he's gone after this game no matter what at the end of the season. So in that kind of same breath, after we finished the episode, uploaded it, Literally hours later, news broke that Jimbo Fisher had got fired at Texas A&M University. And that was a little bit surprising to me. I didn't expect it to come this soon. I understand the business of it, why it came so soon, because you want to get other head coaching positions open, freed up, and other teams before the bowl games so they know where they're going. It's actually a smart move on that sense. But you talk about the money they had to buy out. And literally on the game on Saturday, the booster club, so to speak, presented AM Athletics a check for $160 million at halftime. So it, it was kind of ominous, uh, omnipresent, because it kind of foreshadowed what was to come. Because, hey, money isn't anything to us. We got, we not only have money, we have deep pockets. So, kind of, Ricky, what are your thoughts, man? Yeah, you said it, man. Uh, you know, we posted the episode and uh, we decided, uh, or AM decided to get rid of their coach. And as we posted the episode, it uploaded um, an hour later, maybe, like our group chat just started blowing up with Jimbo Fisher out, you know, or at first it was reports of Jimbo Fisher possibly being out. And then, like, another hour later, it's like multiple sources say he's out. And then eventually it was like, he's out. Um, and like we discussed, it was going to take him seven, seven zero million dollars over the next six years, something like that, yeah. uh, to be paid, because uh, that's guaranteed in his contract. And that's a lot of money. And like you said, a had it. So that check that they got, they presented it. And it was a funny tweet I saw. It said, uh, you know, this is a whole different type of flexing, um, presenting the check that gets your head coach fired at halftime of, the, of his last game. Like, you're right, like a because it's a big, you know, uh, football community, money isn't a thing for us uh there in that community and 100 million dollars like holy shit like where did that come from you know who who gave it to them i was i was confused when i saw the check on the pictures of the like the internet i was like i don't understand what's going on and then i read deeper into it that it was a donation to the to the athletic directors um and that was the money that they needed over the top to to get them out of there yeah. so that's crazy um but i mean in the fashion of a, how it happened i don't think it's inappropriate i just think that um you know, you can't keep being mediocre and expect that amount of money. Like that just shows them that they're not trying to save money. They're not trying to, you know, they're just trying to win. That's what we're trying to do. And they'll do anything for that, including like something that seems crazy, like pay someone $7 million to just leave. 
And and they did follow the precedent they set when they fired Sumlin. They basically paid him to leave. But now that that precedent has been set and reaffirmed with the ouster of Jimbo Fisher, now you look at it from the perspective of a potential head coach. If you're a head coach or you're head coach material, if you have the same type of contracts, because most of these contracts kind of mirror each other, and all you really have to do is be good for a couple of seasons. And then – then fuck off because at the end of the day, you're just going to get bought out because what incentive is it, is it to you as a head coach to do good if you you got your contract extended and then you play like shit? So, and it's without a doubt, when the contract got extended, that's when they sucked. Yeah. Seven something, Jimbo Fisher. Contract got extended. They did great. And then the contract got extended. And then that's when they started to falter. So I maybe don't extend the damn contract. Maybe just let them do the original goddamn contract. And then if he's so great, then you renew the contract or you extend the contract and throw crazy some amount of money at you. But I think that's a, that's a dangerous precedent that's been set. And as, as long as these contracts have that buyout clause, you don't have to do no, no good, no good, no bad, whatever. I think more coaches are going to start playing like shit after just two seasons of great play. They're going to like stop caring. They're going to do as much. Maybe not have the best staff around them. Maybe not plan as much. Maybe not have as long days coming up with the game plan on Sunday or on Saturday for college sorts sake. So uh, I don't know kind of on that side of it, uh, Ricky, kind of what are your thoughts on that? What yeah. precedent does it set for college uh, coaches in their contracts if they're fired eventually or not? Yeah, so like, you know, when you think about college football, we're not really thinking money, but these coaches get paid vast amounts of money. And when and it makes sense because from a business standpoint, that college is trying to bring in more uh, uh, more college students and football is a great way to do it. So we saw at A&M, uh, we had a good team and then we had, uh, you know, Johnny Manziel bump us up and then we got into the SEC. And then the college itself, uh, you know, sections and departments that were unrelated to football just exploded. You know, and so that is known, you know, when when more money comes into the program for football, the university itself gets bigger. We're able to recruit more uh, professors. We're able to get different uh, salary pensions for them so we can get better academics. Right. Um, yeah. So so the, it doesn't make it, it's not unless it's not uh, crazy to pay these coaches vast amounts of money, um, but it is a little bit un, in, unsettling or it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Like you're saying, like we're going to guarantee you a certain amount. Yeah, that makes sense. And maybe it should be standard across the NCAA. Like, this is how much you're going to get baseline based on your population, maybe. I don't know. Um, but then incentives if you win. So, like, incentives if you get us to a bowl game. Incentives if you win the bowl game, uh, you know, uh, a super bonus if you get to the fucking playoffs. And then, you know, obviously a, a super amount if you get into the finals. And then even more if you get – if you were the championship, right? Um, that makes sense to me, but – to kind of have guaranteed money, I don't think it's good. Uh, and maybe it's maybe it's subconscious, right? Maybe they're not trying to, but somewhere in the back of their mind, they're just like, huh, like that complacency aspect kind of kicks in where it, maybe it's not even about the money. They just know, well, I'm going to be okay. I don't have to try as hard, so why should I? And I say it all the time. And just in normal work, right, normal life, we see someone like um, people who are like unfireable, basically. Like they're not going to work as hard as someone else who's like just got to their job and they need to prove themselves. Um, yeah. so to me, it doesn't make sense to do it. Uh, but I, I, I understand it 
maybe it was the right move for AM at the time, just getting to the SEC when he needed a big name. Maybe that's why. And now that, you know, everybody knows us, it's like a powerhouse of money, at least. Maybe we can attract someone else and, you know, get further down the, uh, down the playoff, uh, uh, you know, bracket, I guess. And one thing is true in Texas is football is, is big business. A&M's no different. I would say it's arguably probably the, the, the most well-funded deep pocket uh, in the United States as in terms of college football. That being said, uh, we'll see if A&M learns from its mistakes by this next contract for the new head coach. I'm really curious to see what the what the fine print is. Is it going to be another, uh, hey, you're going to do whatever you want to do. We're going to still pay you no matter what. It's going to be one of those contracts, a gimme contract, or it's going to be performance-based. That's the main thing I'm looking forward to. We'll see if A&M learns from mistakes. I don't know if they did or didn't. It remains to be seen, but tune in for the next episode. Hopefully we'll hit on that. But that being said, guys, it is Thanksgiving week. Kids out of school. Uh, Ricky, I know uh, with the divorce you and Kaylee have set up, you guys get to maybe Tommy comes with you this Thanksgiving and next year it's with Kaylee. So for my divorce with Mariah, it's the same thing. Uh, this year I actually get the kids for Thanksgiving and that's exciting. Um, they're already out of school all week. Uh, we're going to go down to Oklahoma and hang out with the familia. Uh, my mom's coming down. We're going to be up there, my brother and my sister. So uh, that's kind of our Thanksgiving this week. Uh, what are your plans for your Thanksgiving? Uh, so Kaylee being Canadian, she doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving. Her her Canadian Thanksgiving is October 1st. So, and she celebrates it with Tom and I make sure that he's always with her. So regardless of how the week is supposed to happen, we kind of just get off of the rotation and then she just lets me have him for that entire week. Um, and so he doesn't have, he didn't have school as of Friday. And for whatever reason, they just gave him that day off. Uh, and then so tomorrow, because she had, uh, she's going to go the whole week without seeing him. Uh, you know, we agreed that she can uh, keep him tomorrow. And then my sister flies into town on Tuesday. And so I'll probably pick him up before going to pick them up. That way he can ride with me at the airport and we can get down and pick him up at the airport. Um, Cause I know they'll be excited to see him. And so that's what we're planning on doing. Who knows? I, my other sister's coming down too, Melanie. I don't know if you remember her. But it's going to be Sandra, Chris, and Melanie are coming down to hang out. Uh, okay. So I, had to, I had to get my spare bedrooms ready, which is what I was doing uh, a lot of this weekend because, like, there's a lot of little things I, I forgot. Like, I needed to buy just, like, extra sheets for, like, the blow-up mattress, like, shit like that. Um, oh, so you're hosting. Yeah, yeah, they're all coming here. Oh, that's exciting. So what are your – okay, so what are, what are you going to cook? Are you going to cook the turkey? Are they so going to cook the turkey? What are you going to cook? What, I'm curious. Yeah, the turkey's the only thing I bought so far. Because, you know, it takes a long time for it to thaw out. And I didn't know how long it takes to thaw out. So I was like, fuck it. I know it can't be longer than a week. So I bought the turkey and I just threw it in my, I put it in a couple of plastic bags and then I threw it in my fridge. And it still fucking leaked through it. So I had to clean it up. But, um, but it's, I think it's all thawed out now. So definitely turkey. My sister's probably going to cook the, thanks, uh, the Thanksgiving stuffing. I'll probably do mashed potatoes. Um, definitely rolls. Definitely some form of dessert, but probably store bought dessert, like some pies. Uh, maybe some ice cream, um, but it's like a fucking. I think I got like a twenty-five pound turkey. It's a big fucking turkey, um, and that's gonna be basically it, man. Because like, I don't know. I'm very simple. Like, I don't. No, yeah, that's not, that's a lot. You, you that's know what I mean? I think that's what I did last year, but it was just me and Tom. I think I made like a small. I don't think I made a turkey. I think I made a small like hen. Is what I did. 
so last year, uh, Mariah had the kids for Thanksgiving, and I literally just volunteered at a a church who were yeah. serving uh, people, and that felt great. And but this year, since I have the kids, uh, we're gonna go to Oklahoma, and I asked my mom's gonna go down there. I asked my mom, hey, what do you need me to get? And dude, all I have to give is like soda and ice. Fuck yeah, That's they didn't fuck it up. <laughs> they don't, yeah, I can't. They they know I can't fuck that up. So yeah. like, all right, just get, just get the bare essentials, the very easiest thing to make. You can't fuck that up, and uh, I'm happy about that. And because it's not a lot of responsibility on my end. I can just kind of show up, be there, show up with the drinks and the ice, and we're golden. Uh, but my mom makes really good food. She makes great Thanksgiving, all the pies. Always get a request a special pie to be made. She makes it. Uh, I like chocolate meringue pie, mm, apple yeah. pie, blueberry pie, but uh, all the all the different pies. The stuffing's amazing. The giblet gravy is delicious. I'm not so much on the cranberry sauce, but the deviled eggs. The drum, I got always get the drum. The, yeah, uh, my, sister puts the, my sister puts the uh, the hard boiled eggs into the stuffing. Oh yeah, yes, that's oh, dude, that's that's and, delicious, uh, man. I mean, I'm probably gonna be eating those leftovers for a long time because she makes. Well, I mean, she always makes so much stuffing. Uh, her stuffing is the best, and then uh, celery, salt, pepper, uh, chicken broth, and then like the cornbread, obviously. So like, she'll probably be making that for a while. But I'm glad. I think I told y'all like it took me forever to clean my fucking oven. You know what I mean? And yeah. I cleaned it without thinking about it. I was just like, I just need to clean this fucking oven. But now I'm happy I cleaned it because now they're coming over and I'm going to have to use the fuck out of it. Um, yeah, last time I tried to clean my oven, it broke. And I get a new one. Dude. Not a new I, one there. It's fucking, gotta maintain it. It's good. Speaking of that, I, I filed a fucking... Um, oh, you did a, a, you did a oh, warranty claim. I filed a warranty claim for my dryer because it was making this god-awful noise. It was making like the craziest screeching sound. I'm talking, it sounded like it was going to catch on fire. It was just like... Aah! As it's fucking going... And I'm like, well, that's not normal. Uh, and so at first, it was only every now and then. It was like, it would, I would hear it tumble, and it would make a little screech. I'm like, whatever, I can handle that. But for whatever fucking reason, after a while, it just nonstop. So I was like, okay, this thing's either going to catch on fire or or something, or, or it's too loud. I can't go to sleep because I usually turn it on before I go to sleep. Uh, yeah. And so I, I filed a warranty claim, and uh, they sent the guy out there. It was like $75 for the claim uh, for the guy to come check it out. He he gets there and he opens up the back and he's like, oh, it's like this pulley thing is like just worn out. And I was like, oh, cool, man. Okay, I don't care. Fix it. Uh, he's like, yeah, we'll order the part. We'll come back out. We'll fix it. All right, sounds good. Fucking like three days later, a different dude shows up, right? A different dude shows up in his, in his POV, right? In his personally owned vehicle. Yeah. Uh, this dude shows up with the part, doesn't really say that much, just like knocks on the door. Hey, what's going on, man? I was like, hey, how's it going, man? Come on in. I'll show you a dryer. He's right here. He's like, all right. And he like changes the part like 10 minutes later, he like dips, barely says anything. And he's yeah. like, all right, man, you're all set. And I was like, oh, cool. Okay. Appreciate it. You know, do I need to sign anything? And he's like, nope, you should be fine. I was like, all right, but, and he leaves. And I was like, all right. So I'm like getting my shit together. Uh, I had just done a load of towels. So I put the towels in the dryer and it immediately this noise comes back. Okay. Not immediately, like fucking 10 minutes later, 10 minutes okay. into, the, in, into the cycle, it starts going. Cause he did turn it off before he left. But the, the, it, the noise has always been like that. It's always not right away it's always like you know it takes uh, it, minutes I, to warm it up. yeah as soon as it starts spinning faster i would imagine like i guess it slowly yeah. spins and after it starts spinning a lot it goes crazy um and i was like well that's not good right so i called the people back and i was like hey guys like it didn't fix like correctly and dude's like oh that's fine that's no issue just go back on the website um submit another claim we'll get it and then we can action it i was like okay 
that's what you're to- you're telling me to do that, so I'm gonna do it. And you don't have to pay the damn seventy five because you just paid it, and it didn't fix it the first time, so you shouldn't have to pay it again. So then, so then, you know, I get a phone call, and she's the lady calls me like a day later. She's like, "Hey, we just got your claim. We're gonna send a guy out there at some point to, at this day." And I was like, "Okay." And I was like, "Hey, before, um, just want to make sure, like, I shouldn't be another service call fee, right?" She's like, "Well, it is a different service call," and I was like, "What? That makes no fucking sense." And I was like, "Ma'am, like, I, I obviously I don't know the business, but like, you know, the dude told me." to just drop another claim. I understand that on paper it's a different service claim, but it's the same issue. And she's like, well, we don't know it's the same issue. That's why we need someone to go out there and, and verify it's the same issue. And I was like, I got it. But like, if that person shows up and says it's the same issue, then I'm good. She's like, well, we still need to pay for like him to go out there. And I was like, I understand, but he said it. He said it was the wrong issue. He, he diagnosed it wrongly, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so like he, he said- He diagnosed it. Yeah, he said it was this fucking thing. It's not. And how is it my fault? Now I'm about to pay again. Doesn't make any sense. So it, it just sounded like she really didn't understand, right? Because they do more than just dryers. They do washers, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. dishwashers, everything. everything. Yeah. So I didn't want to give her too much of a hard time. Plus, she could tell she was really old. Um, so I was just trying to be nice and just being like, look, I just don't want to pay for something that I've already paid for and something that's not my fault. I'm all for paying the immediate service fee, which is fine. Um, but if, you know, if I go to a mechanic and I say, hey, please put new tires on and they put new tires on, that's good. But if I say, hey, something's wrong and they say, oh, it's your brakes, you replace the brakes and it's still not breaking. Like, how is it my, like, yeah, maybe I would have to pay for the fucking fixing of the brake line, but like, I'm not going to pay another diagnostic fee. You already diagnosed it. Like you already yeah. came out and checked it out. And then I told her um, the guy that came out and fixed it was a different guy than the guy that came out and diagnosed it. And I was like, that also doesn't make sense to me because the guy who came out and did it, he doesn't know what the issue is. He just showed up and they're like, hey, go put this part on the thing. And he's like, okay. And he does it, right? So I don't blame him either. He just showed up, did his job and left. Uh, yeah. So like, and now I'm in the middle, like I'm not going to, I don't want to pay extra. Um, so eventually the, the guy, she's like, okay, well, here's what we'll do. We'll get the original guy to go out there. If, uh, you know, explain the problem again, if he sees it, and if he agrees that, yeah, it's the same problem, because for all I know, that same issue could be caused by four or five different things, right? Like, I don't know, right? Like, you know, it's like, okay, that makes sense, right? Because, you know, for a dryer, like, it could be a couple of different things that are making the noise, right? So she's like, it could be that the noise was reduced because of the, the, the pulley that he put on. And now that it's going to go away completely when it replaces something else. Or it could be that the pulley didn't need replacing. You know, she's like, but we, she's like, I don't know that because I'm not a tech and he needs to be the one that diagnoses it. He needs to be the one that verifies it. But if he does go out and he does determine that it's not the same issue, it's a different issue, you will be charged. So I was like, fuck it. Okay, that's fair. We'll see. Because I know for a fact, like that fucking sound is the exact same fucking sound. So dude comes out, looks at it. He's like, yeah, it's the same shit, man. He's like, he's like, I guess it, you know, he was, he was pretty cool about it. He's like, yeah, it looks like it's the bearing. I don't know, some fucking balls, some ball bearing on the on the drum that spins. Uh, and he's like, I thought it was the pulley because that's the most common issue when it causes like the screeching. But you're, I mean, you got a free pulley out of it. And I was like, all right, awesome. So he ordered a new kit. It came with all, all kinds of shit. He was supposed to be here uh, last Friday, this past Friday. Um, but these motherfuckers would call me at like, like 10 minutes out and be like, Hey, can someone be there in 45 minutes? Maybe like my day's busy. Like, depends. Yeah. So they called me Friday and, and said, Hey, can I be there at this time? And I was like, well, I'm not going to be there until five. And, um, they're like, Oh, well, 
Oh, well, basically. And I was like, all right, so they're going to reschedule it. So now I can't use my dryer. And I wanted to get it fixed before Thanksgiving because my sister's coming into town. And Damn. I don't really want to do laundry. So hopefully they call me on Monday to get me in. Because, like I said, they already called me to schedule it. The part's already in. They just need to come out and do it. So I'm hoping I get a phone call tomorrow. If not, then I may call them and see if I can get just – I'll stay late, like whatever. Yeah, and yeah, what you did is the right thing. You don't want to pay too many service call fees when – they misdiagnosed it to begin with. But uh, Sunday, Funday, uh, the Cowboys beat the shit of the Panthers. Uh, yeah. The Cowboys are, being, are doing really solid. I'm uh, I'm starting to really see the talent on the team. It was always there, but you saw that. They're, they're jiving. They're jiving now. They're jiving right now, yeah. Dak's doing good. He's being consistent, which is something that he usually isn't. Like He, play, he has his spurts of greatness, and then he goes back to being just uh, normal Dak as opposed to great Dak. And uh, but they're doing they're, they're playing well, uh, Bucks uh, playing well as well. I think there's a lot of hiccups, not as good. Um, I mean, they played the 49ers, like you can't. That's the best, like one that's of a the, really good team. They had really, Debo really Samuel, good, yeah, and Kelsey, back. Kelsey, but uh, the tight end is pretty solid. No, you're right. Um, what about the midnight game? Not the midnight game, the seven o'clock game tonight. Uh, kind of what are your thoughts? So it's supposed to be the uh, there's yeah, the Vikings and the Broncos. Um, I'm looking forward to the Vikings because I, I think I think it's the Vikings. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, the Vikings have a the longest winning streak in the NFL right now. It's like a five or four game winning streak. Um, and so, and their their new quarterback at some point they traded for him. I don't know what his name is. Um, Dobbs, I think. Um, let's see here. Yeah, Vikings Broncos. It's going to be prime time game. It's going to be streamed on obviously NFL subscription. Also, yeah, Peacock. Peacock for those who yeah, have Peacock. I, I got it right now going on. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. I mean, it should be a good game. Um, interesting. The Broncos haven't. Um, they haven't made it to. They haven't made it to the playoffs since Eli uh, Peyton Manning took them. Is what the guys were saying on the TV. Um, so, or I guess they haven't had a. You know, that was the last time they did. Um, yeah, you're right. Josh Dobbs. That's the Josh Dobbs. That's what they're calling him. They're calling him the, the pastor now. <laughs> they won the toss. They get deferred to the second half. Uh, early prediction: I say the Vikings beat the Broncos. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think the, I think gonna be decided facts. And because you like you look at the talent and the roster of the Minnesota Vikings and their and their weapons department, their wide receivers more specifically. They have Addison, Justin Jefferson. You just can't compare with that talent on that team. It's just it's stacked. It's a stacked team. Uh, I think they're going to win. I think they're going to win handedly. Uh, but I did say Justin Jefferson, he's ruled out this game, which sucks. But I have Addison on my fantasy league, so that means that's more Pete playing time for him, and I'm in second place in my fantasy league. So as long as Addison kind of balls out because Justin Justin Jefferson's not in there, I'm doing good. I'm sitting pretty. I'm still in second place in my fantasy league. Uh, my team's doing good. I have uh, different players kind of balling out. But uh, who do you got tomorrow? The Eagles and the Chiefs. That's gonna be a great fucking game. Oh, dude, that's a good, great. Okay, so I, mean, the I have the Chiefs. You got the Chiefs. Oh, you got the Chiefs. I got the Eagles. Man, I'm telling. I think because you know, coming off a of bye, they're both coming off a of bye is is an important part. I don't know if the NFL did that on purpose, but they did it on purpose. Yeah, you got number one and number two coming both off coming off buys. I think the I think the Chiefs have gone up against better teams than the Eagles have. I just think that's why. I, I think the so, Chiefs are better. They have, but I've seen the Chiefs struggle. Yeah, and, and I haven't seen the Eagles struggle. 
Correct. Like they have adversity, but they never struggled. They still look solid team. Like they're like the most put together team. So they, they are. I, but I don't I, think they've been tested as much as the Chiefs. I think they've gone against like they haven't really. I think the best team they've gone up against is like the Dolphins. But that's just like an offense powerhouse when they went up against the Dolphins. And I think the 49ers. But I think when they went against the 49ers, they didn't have Brock Purdy. I can't. I can't be yeah. 100% on that. Yeah, Brock Purdy's pretty. He's balling out. And so I got the Eagles winning tomorrow night i got the vikings winning tonight the game's going on as we speak that's uh the recap of sunday funday guys this is only that's podcast i want to thank you for tuning in uh ricky how many days left Ooh, that's a good one 100 days left in the army holy shit boys 100 days left 100 days left that's awesome ricky all right thanks everybody happy holidays